Hey Unboxers! This is Burns O'Cassie, a former anti-Catholic Protestant and now I'm on a mission to help you understand the Catholic faith deeply and defend it clearly without being preachy. You are still tuned in to Unboxing Catholicism Podcast powered by The Abundance Network. Patuloy pa rin po tayo sa ating Catholic Bible study inspired by the Great Adventure Bible Timeline. And now mga Unboxing, I'm so excited to share with you this 42nd episode of our podcast. I hope na blessed din kayo sa ating guided prayer and meditation in the 41st episode of Unboxing Podcast that's together with Father Kayo Estrada, our spiritual director. And now we are back on our Bible study. And we ask, kaya mo bang matutunang mahalin ang isang tao? Grabe, ang bigat naman ng tanong ng ating podcast title ngayon. Pero alam nyo ba that the Bible also shares It's very timeless wisdom on love and marriage. Because of the story of Isaac and Rebecca, pag-aaralan natin, i-unbox natin, can you really learn to love a person even if at first you don't like him or her? Ano nga ba ang ibig sabihin natin pag sinabing love is an act of the will? And what do you think of arranged or you know set up marriages? And what is the significance of wearing veils in the wedding, in the holy mass, or in general? Bakit pa may mga bagay tayong tinatakban, dinadamitan, or nilalagyan ng veil? At higit sa lahat, this is interesting. Pero napapansin nyo ba na parang ang hilig-hilig ni Lord sa mga bunso sa Biblia? Because the younger ones are always the ones doing great things for God. Let's unbox all of these and more in the 42nd episode of our Unboxing the Bible series here on Unboxing Catholicism Podcast. We will be unboxing the story of Jacob, Isaac, Esau. Okay, so we are going to unbox Genesis 23 to 36. Okay, at sabi ko nga po, Tayo po ay nasa part 2 ng ating pagtukla sa buhay ng mga patriarka o mga patriarchs at kung ano ang kanilang gampanin sa ating buhay pananampalataya. Sila po ay matatagpuan natin sa Genesis 24 at 36. Ito po ang kwento ni Isaac, ni Jacob at ni Iso. Ilagay po natin ang ating mga sarili sa katahimikan at alalahanin natin tayo ay hindi nawawala sa presensya ng Panginoong Lumika. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Anyayahan po natin ang Espiritu Santo na manahan sa ating kalagitnaan at punuin ang ating isipan at diwa. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, granted by the same Holy Spirit, we may be truly wise and ever enjoy His consolations through Christ Our Lord, Amen. We entrust ourselves to the motherly care of Mary. As one Catholic family, we tell her, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are on episode 103. Episode Live, and this is episode number six of our ongoing series on unboxing the Bible. Mga kapatid, grabe to, no? Tayo po ay nag-unbox ng Bible 
tinutuklas po natin yung mga turo ng simbahang ng ating simbahan sa pamamagitan ng banal na kasulatan. Kung ito po ang unang beses ninyong manonood sa Unboxing Catholicism, my name is Burns O'Cassie. I used to be an anti-Catholic Protestant, but through the grace of God, I was brought back to the Catholic Church, and here we are trying to defend the faith clearly without being preachy. And I am so blessed that we are not unboxing the scriptures alone tonight. We are with the presence of my two very, very close and very important friends, and it's my honor to reintroduce them to you here on the show, of course, our Unboxing the Bible series will not be complete without the presence of our celebrity over here, Mr. J. Aruga. <laughs> celebrity ka dyan, Burns. Ano ka ba dyan? Thank you. Thank you. Kamusta, How's Burns? everything over kamusta? there, Jay? Yeah. I'm doing good. Thanks be to God. Kamusta mga unboxers? Excited also yes. sa guest natin. Exactly. I am also very, very excited for our guest tonight because he is not actually a new name or a new face in the Unboxing Catholicism community. Ako po ay nagagalak na ipakilala sa inyo ang isa sa ating mabuting kaibigan at kasama at ka-collaborator no? sa ating misyon sa ebanghelisasyon. Isa po siya sa mga co-founders ng Champions of the Rosary. Kilala po siya sa bansag na Damarian Hunter. Katrabaho ko po siya. At madalas nating nakakasama sa mga Unboxing Catholicism Live episodes kapag ang ating pinag-usapan po ay patungkol sa mahal na Birheng Maria. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Unboxing Catholicism podcast, Mr. Rods De Leon. How are you, Rods? Hello, Jay. Good to see you tonight. Well, hey, I must Rods. say I am excited and at the same time nervous. But, you know, <laughs> syempre mas nangibabaw excitement kasi... It's the first time after years that I'm going to be talking about scripture. Kasi usually, di ba, burns uh, Mary, Mary, pag ako, or sacramentals. Pero yung scripture kasi matagal ko siyang hindi inaral. Kasi yun yung most inaral ko nung high school ko. Especially during my anti-Catholic Catholic years. <laughs> right. Ooh. So, wow. No, Jay, you, you heard something very interesting there. So, for those who are first time watching the show tonight, let us know a brief version or let us hear a brief version of your being an anti-Catholic Catholic Rods. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll tell a brief version. Baka yung brief mahaba pa rin, guys, ha? pero I'll try to make it as short as possible. Wait, am I still here? Can you guys still hear me? Hello? Sure, yes. We well, can still hear well, you. Again. Most... Okay, sorry. Kasi on my end, medyo mabagal ang net. So, sorry kung baka mm-hmm. nag-freeze-freeze ako. Well, basically, during my high school years, I was an anti-Catholic Catholic kasi na-encounter, kasi na-expose ako sa Bible. Actually, bata pa ako. And in high school, I tried to read it both this time. Kasi yung bata ako, puro children's Bible lang ang binabasa ko noon. Yung high school, Bible na. Pero ano, minsan may mga parts hindi ako maintindihan. So I searched. And I came mm-hmm. across Protestant websites, anti-Catholic websites, and other quote-unquote Christian sects na iba-ibang interpretasyon. Na right. saan, some of them would even say na Catholicism is unbiblical, unscriptural, uh-huh. which right. made me question a lot of teachings of the Catholic Church. Ganon. I questioned a lot and even yung stance ng Church and Moral RH Bill, contraception, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yung mga ganon. And divorce to limited extent, ganon. But basically, what made me go back home to the Catholic faith is one, I credit the lay, Our Lady and the Holy Spirit. Kasi pansin ko, my devotion to Our Lady, it faded away a bit, but it never disappeared. 
I continued praying the Hail Mary. I continued slowly reading Marian apparitions. No? Anti-Catholic, Catholic. Iniisip mong siguro mag-Protestant na lang ako. But your devotion to Mary was still there, even the tiniest bit. Nararamdaman mo na ang mahal na ina. Ayaw kanyang umalis. And right. at the same time, I'm blessed with two good friends in high school. Shout out ko muna sila. Si Brother Eugene Dominic Aboy, OP. Dominican brother, and also Ace Villaruel, okay, another Dominican high school, lahat ng aking questions, dinibate ko. Debate ako ng nila about the Protestantism and other stuff, and yung mga anti-Catholic objections. I keep on debating with them. And they were able to answer me patiently. And until such time that I finally got to realize and research the Catholic faith better. For and I realized that this one makes more sense. Good. Right, right. Wow. So, Jay, what do you think of that? I mean, this is not the first time we're hearing mm-hmm. this story, and I hope our audience could remember that. Uh, ako, natutuwa ako sa story ni Rodney because he was an anti-Catholic, Catholic, and you were an mm. atheist, right, Jay? So yes, yes. Merong bang commonality sa tingin mo yung experiences niyo ni Rods when it comes to geeking out or understanding the faith? Eh, parang ganun. Kasi nung atheist ako, yung mga moral issues din talaga yung criticism ko sa Catholic Church. Like on divorce, on same-sex marriage. And nad- nung nadinig ko kay Rodney na yun nga yung part of his criticism, so mukhang nag- nag-flashback sa akin lahat nung mga sinasabi niya. And yun nga, parang I, I can relate dun sa sinabi ni Rodney. And, and it's a bit unique yung kay Rodney kasi Catholic siya. At the same time, anti-Catholic. She's nakakatuwang <laughs> isipin. Pero buti na lang, he's with us. He's, Amen. He's praying with us. He's fighting the good fight for the church. So thanks na the, the Holy Spirit called Rodney back. And Mama yeah. Mary called Rod, Rodney back. Right. And you know, Jay, in, in, speaking of Mama Mary... Rodney has been very, very active. I mentioned in, in, in the introduction earlier that he co-founded the Champions of the Rosary. And right now, they're doing a very interesting project. So tell us a little bit about the Rosary Crusade, Rods. Okay. Um, the Rosary Crusade, that's a current ongoing initiative of the Champions of the Rosary Philippines where we aim to reach 1,000 rosaries prayed, particularly for three intentions. One, deliverance of the Filipino family from all attacks on it. And second, the protection and deliverance of the Holy Mother Church from her enemies within and outside. Because in the many people, there are many evil forces wanting to destroy the church within and outside. So therefore, we're praying for the church protection. And three, very, very relevant, Ukraine. We're praying for the triumph of the Immaculate Heart, which is what Our Lady of Fatima promised for peace in Ukraine, peace between Ukraine and Russia, and for the conversion of Ukraine and China, and China closer to home. So, talagang in-include na. So, our purpose is not actually padamihan ng rosaries. Hindi naman niya na, oh, and we're mission accomplished. Hindi naman siya ganun. It's more like to tell the heavens that people are still taking up Our Lady's weapon, and to partake Catholics to partake in our mission for spiritual warfare through prayer, through rosary. So ngayon, ongoing po siya. So conditions are you pray a five-decade five rosary and you 
pray for the three intentions and ask and include a prayer to St. Joseph. Kasi month of March namin siya tinapat kasi St. Joseph is the protector of the family and the church. So kaya kailangan talaga kasama sa conditions namin for your rosary to count is to include a prayer to St. Joseph. Simple St. Joseph prayer for us. A pray for us, rather. Counts already. So ayun, promoting devotion to St. Joseph rin siya. Okay, this is coming, uh, Jay, from someone who used to be an anti-Catholic Catholic. And look at yeah. how passionate he is now mm. in defending the devotions of the church. And I remember when I was a Protestant, nung dati po kong Protestante, lahat ng yan, pinasusunog ko sa nanay ko, no, yung mga debosyon, yung mga rosario, yung mga estatwa na yan, dahil akala ko wala yan sa Biblia. No? Now, if we have a lot of, we have some viewers here who are not necessarily Catholics, and they might be wondering, Ano ba ito mga katoliko na ito? Ang daming dinadagdag sa ating pananampalataya. And that's actually the reason why we are doing this series, ladies and gentlemen. We want to show the whole world the origins, the biblical origins of the Catholic faith that began in the book of Genesis. And we are now slowly inching through the, the, the greatest story ever told. And before we geek out no, on our main topic today, which is really Genesis 24 to 36. Jay, what have we discussed so far? All right. So last week, when we went through the whole Bible timeline, galing tayo sa, no, sa story ni Father Abraham and Sarah, baren si Sarah, kaya ito yung pinakamatinding challenge sa kanilang mag-asawa. Uh, yung naging central theme ng kwento ni Abraham sa lahat ng challenges niya in his faith is yung hindi siya magka-anak through Sarah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maraming beses nasubukan ang faith ni Abraham. Nandun yung dinala niya yung pamangkin niyang si Lot despite sinabensya ni God na iwan ang land at ang mga kamag-anak niya. Tapos nagsinungaling siya twice about his wife. And beside that, nagkaanak siya from Sarah's maid na si Hagar and si Ishmael yung anak niya doon. But despite all that, God made a covenant with him and made three promises sa kanya si God. He will be a father of a great nation. He will make his name great or a line of kings will come from him. And God promised a worldwide blessing, blessing. to Abraham's descendants. So, ayun, may, may mga problema din. Like, nung, nung ano, nung, nandun pa rin kasi yung problema na hindi magka-anak si Abraham from, from Sarah. And apparently, faith lang pala yung kailangan niya. Naipamalas ni Abraham yon nung one time na lumabas sila ni God sa tent at sinabi niyang, Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. Or right. bilangin mong mga between. Tapos nagtaka si Abraham, parang, Lord, umaga. Walang mga between. between? <laughs> oh, between? Definitely, walang nabilang na between si Abraham noon. But he knows the stars are there. Just like his descendants. Na hindi niya makita ngayon, but they're there. Eventually, sinilang si Isaac and of course, sinavert ni God ang lahat ng expectations ng mga readers dahil right nang may anak na si Abraham, inutusan mm-hmm. naman niya itong isacrifice. Sacrifice. So, si Isaac. So in the end, napatunayan ni Abraham ang pananampalataya niya. Hindi natuloy yung sacrifice dahil may ibang anak na mag-aalay ng kanyang buhay. Abraham said God will provide himself a lamb Pero Ram ang pinrovide ni God nung araw na yon. Nasaan kaya yung lamb na ipro-provide ni God? Ito yung isa pang susundan natin together with the seed. Kasama ng seed of the woman as we go along this great adventure. And now, 
we'll talk about Isaac and Jacob and Esau. Right. All Thank right. you, Jay. You're you're so good at doing a <laughs> recap of all of our episodes. And you guys, if this is the first time that you are listening to the Unboxing the Bible series, I invite you to go to YouTube or even on our Facebook page. And there's a playlist if you're on YouTube. And there's a series if you are on Facebook that says Unboxing the Bible series. Kung gusto nyo pong simulan, mula sa simula, Genesis 1, or even before that, no, kung paano ba gawin ang isang Catholic Bible study ng tama, naaayon sa ating turo bilang mga Katolikong Kristiyano, please watch the first episode. And we are also live on YouTube. no So, hello po sa ating mga kasama natin dyan sa YouTube. And those who are listening to the replay version, the audio version of the Unboxing Catholicism podcast, powered by the Abundance Network and all of our friends from there at the Feast. Okay, so, wow. Now, ang role ko dito mga ka-unboxing, alam nyo naman, no? ako ang tagabasa. <laughs> you know, kung, misis, kung sasabihin ni Jay, basa ako gagawa ng pagbabasa. <laughs> no? But just to put things into perspective, we are still wearing burgundy because mm-hmm. on our Bible timeline, meron po tayong labing dalawang kabanata or labing dalawang period sa ating Biblia kung saan mauunawaan natin yung buong kwento na ating kaligtasan. Naririto na po tayo sa pangalawang parte. Patriarka. Okay, so Jay, would you like to add anything on this? Yeah, so, so ang patriarchs, sabi nila sa, ano, itong mga, ilan sa mga patriarchs na to parang wala daw mga external sources, sabi ng mga atheist. Mm-hmm. Oh, so ayun, may, may kita natin yung patriarchs sina Abraham and sina Isaac. And, and sometimes we should allow the Bible to be the sole witness of history. So, ano ibig sabihin nito? Kasi, kasi minsan may mga moments and may mga group of people na, na sa history, na sa Bible lang natin nababasa. Mm-hmm. And alam nyo ba na ang isang example nito is nung, yung mga Hittites. Parang before 1880, walang nakakadinig ng Hittites except sa Bible lang. Sa Bible lang na may mention yung Hittites. No right. other archaeological findings that time ang naka-mention naka ng Hittites until may isang Assyrian culture expert na si Archibald Henry Says nag-deliver siya ng lecture. Nakakita siya ng mga hieroglyphics from Turkey and Syria that showed that the Hittites indeed exist at one time. So this wow. is evidence na sinasabi na ng Bible na totoo nga na there's, there are Hittites. Kaya Let's give the same benefits sa Bible that we give in other findings sa history. So, ito yung isang rule. We should allow sometimes the Bible to be the sole witness of history. So, yung, sorry, siningit ko lang yung Hittites. Pero oh, yeah. wow, that's mo, good. <laughs> pero pinapakita <laughs> mo kanina yung ano, yeah. Bible timeline yeah. chart. So, right. we're at the patriarch. So, yun nga, sinusundan natin ang story ng, ano, ng, ng salvation. We see the red line in the middle. So, ito yung ito yung seed of the woman na sinusundan mm-hmm. natin mula pa sa proto-evangelium. And right now, ang blessing ay na kay Abraham. And definitely, pinasa niya ito sa kaisa-isang anak niya na si Isaac. So yung, yung blessing ng seed of the woman right now is na kay Isaac. Kanino kaya mapupunta ito? Sa dalawang Abangan. anak ni Isaac. Abangan. <laughs> At yan na nga po ang ating pag-aaralan. At kasama natin ngayon si Brother Rods De Leon to geek out on us, to geek out with us on the story of Isaac. Mga kaibigan, ang ating pong ginagamit na sali ng Biblia ay ang 
Revised Standard Version or ang Great Adventure Study Bible. Kung kayo po ay meron ding Bible sa Tagalog, better dahil ang aking pong unang gagamitin sa pagbasa ay ang ating magandang balita, Biblia, sapagat gusto po nating maging accessible sa ating mga kapatid sa pananampalataya sa Pilipinas, ang ating banal na kasulatan. I will start reading by going to Genesis chapter 24. Ito po yung medyo matanda na si Abraham. At kung isang tao po, ang isang tatay ay tumatanda na at malapit ng mamatay, ito na po ang kanyang iniisip. Basahin po natin. Chapter 24 verse 1. Matandang matanda na noon si Abraham at pinagpapalang mabuti ni Yahweh. Sinabi niya sa pinakamatanda niyang alipin na kanyang katiwala. Ilagay mo ang iyong mga kamay sa pagitan ng aking mga hita at manumpa ka. Sumumpa ka sa akin sa pangalan ni Yahweh, ang Diyos ng langit at ng lupa, na hindi ka rito. Sa kanaan pipili ng mapapangasawa ng aking anak na si Isaak. Pumunta ka sa bayan kong tinubuan at pumili ka sa aking mga kamag-anak doon ng mapapangasawa niya. Kung ayaw pong sumama ng mapipili ko, Maari po bang si Isak na ang, pumunt- ang pupuntahin ko doon? Tanong ng alipin. Aba hindi. Huwag mong papupuntahin doon si Isaak, tugon ni Abraham. Nilisan ko ang tahanan ng aking ama at iniwan ang lupain ng aking mga kamag-anak sapagkat dito ako pinapunta ni Yahweh ang Diyos ng kalangitan. Nangako siyang ibibigay ang lupain ito sa aking lahi. Magsusugo siya ng kanyang anghel na mauuna sa iyo upang Tulungan ka sa pagpili ng mapapangasawa ng aking anak. Ngayon, kung ayaw sumama ng mapipili mo, wala kang pananagutan sa akin. Ngunit, huwag mong papuntahin doon ang anak ko. Naiimagine ko yung usapan dito. No? Parang uh, nagiging lolo matchmaker si Abraham at nagsusugo siya ng wingman, yung kanyang alipin. No? At nung verse 9, chapter 24, Kaya't inilagay ng alipin ang kanyang kamay sa pagitan ng hita ng Panginoon niyang si Abraham at nanumpang susundin ito. And then kung babasahin po natin, no, pumunta nga si alipin doon sa lugar na tinukoy ni Abraham at may nakita siyang isang babae. No, but before I go to that part, no, this is the exciting part of the of the story, no, nakita ng alipin yung babae, Rodney. Baka meron kang insights or mga komento, no, na gusto mong hmm sabihin tungkol dito sa parte na ito. Well, uh, ito masasabi ko sa part yung sa servant when, kasi ba diba, Abraham sent this unnamed servant. Actually, gusto ko nga siya bigyan ng pangalan. Kataka talaga pangalan? ako. Wala, wala siyang pangalan eh. So, let's call him the wingman na lang. <laughs> so, ang pinaka what strike me chapter talaga is when he finally arrived at northern Nemes Bayon, yung land where Abraham was first born, he was mm-hmm. praying. Sabi niya, Lord God, my mas- um, Lord God of my master Abraham, give me success today and keep your my master. Ang condition niya, and kasi nandun na siya sa tabi ng well, diba? inum niya yata yung camels. Here I am at the well where the young women of city of the city will be coming water. I will say to them, please lower, lower your jar and let me have a drink. If she says drink, and I will bring water for your camels, ang kondisyon ng servant kay God, siya na po yung asawa ni Isaac. Pero sabi dito sa Bible verse, sa verse, pareho man ang translation natin, before yes. he had finished praying, Rebecca arrived with the water jar on her shoulder. So natuwa ako, parang wow, 
bago pa matapos ang kanyang dasal, bago pa matapos yung conditions sa sinasabi niya kay God, nandyan na. She arrived. So dito natin makikita na it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> Kumbaga dito pa lang, oh. So sa mga ano, nananalangin siguro dito ng kanilang ano, mapapangasawa, mag-take inspiration tayo siguro sa servant na mm-hmm. ano, yung mga condition na binibigay natin kay God na, Lord, sana future girl, ganito, ganyan, malayin mo, bago ka pa matapos, dumating na siya. Wow. Parang may hugot si Rodney dito. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer, wala. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Hindi, tandaan natin yung, ano, yung term na match made in heaven. Kasi mamaya gagamitin natin ulit yung match na yan. Uh-huh. Pero sa ibang context, Yeah, pero Ooh, excited kinikilig na ako ngayon pa lang. So, <laughs> Ganoon so, yun. Ito, ito yung ano, ito, sa kwentong ito parang medyo mapapangiwi ay yung ano, yung mga modern readers kasi this is a story of arranged marriage. Yes. So, alam niyo, yung mga arranged marriage parang hindi siya modern times, di ba? Uh, kung iso, pero kung i-search mo yung arranged marriage, it has a lower divorce rate than mm-hmm. couples na they married out of their own choice sa US. The numbers mm-hmm. I see, yung divorce rate sa US ng, um, uh, ng, ano, ng, ng mga nag, nagpapakasal out of their own choice is 40 to 50%. While wow. in an arranged marriage, kapag nag-search ako, ang lumalabas minsan, 4% lang, yung iba, 6.3%, basta single digits lang siya. So, kinausap ko noon si Leila Miller, sa, yung author ng, ano, ng book na Primal Laws about children of divorce, speaking mm-hmm. how awful their parents' divorce affected them until adulthood. Mm-hmm. Nabanggit ko sa kanya yung nadinig ko kay Jeff Cavins na ano, in a modern marriage, you marry who you love. Yun yung sa modern marriage. Yun yung sa panahon ngayon. Hindi mm-hmm. daw ganyan nung, ano, nung, nung dati. Nung, nung time nila Abraham, nila Isaac. Dati, That's interesting. Instead, yeah, dati, instead of marrying who you love, you love who you marry. So, ngayon, ang prerequisite yung love, di ba? Dati ang prerequisite yung marriage. Kaya no choice ka kundi mahalin mo yung asawa mo. And ano yung difference between the two? <laughs> Dahil ano, parang ini-equate natin sometimes yung love sa feelings. Kapag nawala na yung feelings, parang nawawala na rin yung marriage. Yun yung nangyayari. Wherein sa kapag, kapag yung marriage, yung, ano, yung non-negotiable, the choice to love is always there. Talagang mamahalin mo yung other person. So, yun. Wow. Hey guys, this is Philip Sumera and I know you're having a great time listening to this podcast. At dahil dyan, I would like to invite you to hang out with me also at my podcast called Tambayan with Coach Lep. Ito ang iyong tambayan na siguradong meron kang matututunan. I share messages and kwentos that would help you to be driven and be victorious with your life. My objective is to inspire you, empower you, and help you see that greatness in you. So, tara na, katambay. Kita-kits tayo sa tambayan. Sige, let's get a little bit more interesting. And ituloy ko yung pagbabasa, no? Nung okay. susunod na nangyari. So, yun nga. Ako ang nag-strike dito sa akin, Jay. Merong sign hmm. na hiningi yung servant. No, i- may, mm. minsan ganyan pa naman ako no Lord ano ba ang aking uh, bigyan mo naman ako ng sign na kalooban mo ang bagay na ito I, I don't know uh, I, I've talked to a theologian about this no? Dr. Raul Nidoy and then he told me there's nothing wrong 
in asking for signs, no? But then some people would say na it's wrong to tempt God by asking signs. But here we are, we're seeing the servant was asking the Lord for a sign because he wants to be able to fulfill the mission that was given to him by his earthly Lord and Master who is Abraham. So I don't know, perhaps guys later may insight kayo dyan, no? Pero at the back of your heads, unboxers, tanongin natin ang ating mga sarili. Kaya mo bang tut- matutunan ang magmahal ng isang ipinilit sa iyong oh, wow. ipasal? <laughs> Medyo wow. malalim, no? Matututunan mo bang mahalin ang isang tao? O dapat ba ang makakatuluyan mo ay ang talagang mahal mo? So ano ba nangyari? Pagsahin natin yung sumunod na kaganapan sa chapter 24 verse 15. Okay. Hindi pa natatapos ang panalangin nung, nung alipin ni Abraham. Dumating si Rebecca na may pasan na banga ng tubig. Ng tubig. Siya ay anak ni Bethuel at apo ni Milka na asawa ni Nahor na kapatid ni Abraham. Siya ay dalaga pa at napakaganda. Lumusong siya sa kinaroroonan ng balon, pinuno ang kanyang banga at umahon. Sumalubong agad. And then pag binasa niyo po ito mga kaibigan, no, hindi na natin mababasa ng, ng dere-derecho ito dahil kakain po ito ng maraming oras. Is it your assignment? No? Meditate. Then imaginein po ninyo yung mga pangyayari. Ako nabilib ako dito doon sa, sa fate eh, ni Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Alam mo yon? Mm-hmm. Imaginein mo ikaw, kumuha ka lang ng tubig. Tapos may nagsabi sa'yo, alam mo, sabi sa akin ng, ng aking bossing, kailangan mo pakasalan yung aking, yung anak niya. Tapos hmm. nagbigay na ng sing-sing, no? nagbigay na ng kung ano-anong uh, regalo. Rods, what do you think of this? <laughs> yeah, that's what actually struck me din. Kasi um, yung papanatin, ano, yung family members ni Rebecca, medyo protective. Even, hindi naman arguing, but discussing with the servant. Let her stay with us first for a week. But then, mm-hmm. sabi nila, wait, let's hear what Rebecca has to say. Do you want to go with this man? Sabi niya, yes. It was just a straight yes. Yes, oo, pupunta ako. Kasi, it takes, tito natin makikita, it takes a lot of faith to answer. Kasi ano eh, what if that man was only making up stuff? Wala pa naman nung Facebook or Twitter to confirm, di ba? Niwala nga. <laughs> di ba? Kasi kung siguro kung na, if I were in the shoes of Laban and Deathwell ba yun? Was that, was, did I read it right? Yung family members yeah. niya. Siguro kung natatawag, hello Abraham, totoo ba to? Is this legit? Ito bang servant na to? O kung may Facebook, o wag WhatsApp kayo, Skype, para i-confirm. <laughs> Pero hindi eh. eh. Rebecca just said yes. And it turned out that it was indeed part of God's plan. And dito na rin natin makikita kasi kagaya ng sinabi ni Jay kanina na love who you marry. Um, tama yun kasi that seems, that goes to show that love is indeed an act of the will. It's not a mere feeling. Yung kilig-kilig na yan, it could be part of it but it's not always there. Kasi dito natin makikita kung love mo ba talaga yung tao kahit wala na yung kilig-kilig, kahit ano, even if he or she is in his or her ugliest state, mamahali mo pa rin ba? Yung ganun, diba? Pero let's also put the spotlight on Rebecca. Rebecca also had exemplified to us what it means to love by merely saying the yes, diba? Yes, I want to go with that man. Kasi na-realize niya na maybe it is indeed part of God's plan. At the same time, maybe she was also the fact that kamag-anak niya kasi yung gusto niyang mapang-asawa. Eh, diba? During these times, yung first cousin marrying. So, mm. yes, that's what struck me on the part of Rebecca. Her yes. 
like Mary's Fiat, her yes also. Mm. Wow. Jay. No, uh, na naalala ko yun, no, yung kinuwento ni Jeff Cavins yung tungkol sa Fiddler on the Roof on na the roof, yes. Oh, na na palabas. And yung context nun is si Tevia at si Golda parang yung daughters nila magpapakasal eh. Gusto lang i-arrange yung marriage pero na-inlove sila sa mga soldiers da- sa gera, di ba? Mm-hmm. And nagtataka sila parang sabi ni Tevia, Tevia, ito yung ano, ito yung script. Tevia, it's a new world, Golda. A new world. Love. Golda, do you love me? Tinanong niya si Golda eh. Tapos sabi ni Golda, do I what? Tevia, sabi niya, do you love me? Sabi ni Golda, do I love you? Well, with our daughters getting married and this trouble in town, you're upset, you're worn out. Go inside, go lay down. Maybe it's indigestion. That's sabi ni Tevia. No, Golda, I'm asking you a question. Do you love me? Do you love Golda, me? sabi ni Golda. You're a fool, Tevia. I know, but do you love me? Sabi ni Golda. Do I love you? Well, for years, I've washed your clothes, cooked your meals, cleaned meals. your house, given you children, milked your cow. After years, why talk about love right now? Then sabi ni Tevia, Golda, the first time I met you was on our wedding day. I was scared. I was shy. I was nervous. So was I. But my father and my mother said we'd learn to love each other. And now I'm asking Golda, do you love me? Sabi ni Golda, I'm your wife. I know, but do you love me? Do I love him? Well, for years I lived with him, fought with him, starved with him. Years my bed is his. It's not love. If it's not love, what is? Then you love me? I suppose I do. And, and I suppose I love you too. It doesn't change a thing, but even so, after years, it's nice to know. So, so after wow. all these years, si Golda, uh, may palakpakan tayo sa, sa ating best ngayon, actor. Huh? <laughs> ayun. So, 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 eventually, talagang, talagang love is an act of the will. Talagang, it, it, you, it's a verb. Love is a verb. And yung love, the feeling, it's the result of love, the verb. The decision. So, yes, yes. Wow. There. You mentioned something from the Fiddler on the Roof. No, we met on our wedding day. And I just wanted to highlight, for me, it's one of the best scenes in the story, how Rebecca and Isaac met. No, uh, hindi ko babasahin yung Filipino version sa magandang balita Biblia, pero ito po yung makikita sa Genesis 24 verse 62 onwards. Mas gusto ko yung English version. Pakinggan po natin mga kaibigan. Now, Isaac had come from Bilhairoy and was dwelling in Negev. And this one, take note of this. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening. So kung single ka ngayon, alam mo na gagawin mo. Tuwing gabi, mm. lalabas ka sa field para mag-meditate. Biro lang, no? And he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, there were camels coming. Yung mga kamelyo. And Rebecca lifted up her eyes. Imagine niyo yung eksena, guys, no? And when she saw Isaac, she alighted from the camel and said to the servant, Who is the man yonder walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, it is my master. So, anong ginawa ni Rebecca nung nalaman na yun ang master? She took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things he had done. Then Isaac brought her into the tent and took Rebecca. And she became his wife 
and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. So ang translation ko dyan, no, yung pagbaba ni, ni Rebecca, yung interpretation ko pagbaba ni Becca, Rebecca dun sa camel, sabi niya sa tao, ang pogi nun, no? sino yun? Hindi, <laughs> lang na. But I, that detail of covering with a veil is something very important. No, I don't know. Rods, what do you think is the significance of women trying to cover their faces with a veil? No, what is it about? <laughs> well, when you veil something, it means that, that that entity or thing or being is something beautiful, something precious, something so great and precious. Parang sa ating churches. You might ask yourselves, why is the tabernacle veiled? Especially if the sacred Lord mismo nandun sa loob. It, ve- it is veiled. Because that means that something precious is there inside. So parang si Rebecca din. When she, tama ba, nung bumaba siya sa camel, diba? that's when she yes. veiled. When, nung nandun si I say, Rebecca is not hiding her face. She is not, ano, she is not saying na anak ko, I might be a cause of temptation to Isaac. It's not how it is. Para sa mga destiren, di ba? Um, that's the, the reason why we veil is simply because we're revealing our dignity, revealing our beauty and our magnificence. In fact, um, if I were to insert sa mga readers ni Jason Ev sa kanyang book, yung How to Love Your Soulmate, uh, to find your soulmate without losing, yung sang chapter niya about modesty, medyo ironic ang title, sabi, wear some feeling, be modest. Because when you are modest, when you veil, you're revealing your dignity. Amen. So, that little point out there, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to see the details of the Bible. The, re- the way to unbox the scriptures is to read it slowly. So, too bad we don't have all the time to go through all the verses, but you get what we are saying. No? We're, you're getting the pattern, you're getting the discipline, you are being sensitive to the echoes, and you know, seeing now how the practices of the church today has been there ever since the beginning of time. Jay, we are about to move on to the birth of Esau and Jacob, but do you have any insights you want to add on what uh, Rods just shared earlier? No, no, I, I'm good. Na, na-amaze ako dun sana sa mga veiling and yung, yung reason for veiling, modesty and everything you guys were saying. So I'm, I'm right now, I'm just digesting everything you have said. So, yeah. Right. And, you know, j- just a quick note for that. I am an advocate of women veiling in the church. Not mm. because, okay, this is something that needs to be imposed on women, but we have to tell everyone also, that this is something that was never abrogated by the Second Vatican mm. Council. No? Yes. The veil, yes. Okay, mm. Veiling in the church is super nice. And we will talk about that in a future episode. So hang in there, guys. Kayo naman, balikan po natin. At this point, nasa Genesis 25 na tayo, verse 19. I'll still read from Magandang Balita Biblia, but if you have your own Bibles out there, please read with us, even in English or Bisaya or what have you. Verse 19 of chapter 25. Ito naman ang kasaysayan ni Isaak na anak ni Abraham. Apat na pong taon na si Isaak nang mapangasawa niya si Rebecca, anak na dalaga ni Bethuel. Hmm. So 40 years po kinasal si Abraham at si Isaak. Eh, sorry, si Abra- si Isaak at si Rebecca. Okay, nagkamalibaliktad na. That means life begins at 40. Kung single ka pa ngayon, kapatid, may pag-asa ka pa. Huwag mawawala ng pag-asa. Biro lang po. <laughs> okay, no? So, ang... 
nag-apat uh, na pong taon na si Isaac nung mapangasawa niya si Rebecca, anak na dalaga ni Bethuel, isang Arameyong taga Mesopotamia. Si Rebecca ay kapatid ni Laban, isa ring Arameyo. And then tuloy po natin dito, no? Kambal ang kanyang dinadala at nasa Chanpay, nagtutula ka na ang dalawa. Okay, so nag-aaway na sila sa sinapupunan. Verse 20, 22, sinabi ng ina, Kung ngayon pa'y ganito na ang nangyayari sa akin, bakit pa ako mabubuhay? Kaya't siya'y nagtanong kay Yahweh. Ganito naman ang sagot ni Yahweh. And let's listen to what God has to say. Dalawang sanggol ang dala mo sa loob ng iyong tiyan, larawan ng dalawang bansa na magiging magkalaban. Magiging higit na malakas ang mas bata kaysa sa nauna, kaya't maglilingkod ang mas matanda sa bata niyang kapatid. Dumating ang panahon at nanganak nga siya ng kambal. Mamula-mula ang kutis at mabalahibo ang katawan ng panganay, kaya't iso o isaw ang ipinangalan dito. Nang lumabas ang pangalawa, nakahawak ito sa sakong, sa paanan po, no? ng kanyang kakambal, kaya't Jacob or Jacob ang itinawag sa kanya. Anim na pong taon si Isaac noon. So let's just uh, stop right there because I don't know, no? Baka meron kayong gustong i-comment dyan. Uh, go ahead, Rodney. Uh, masasabi ko ito kasi um, ako nung high school years, kumadalas ang binabasa ko noon, Old Testament, di ba? Uhilig ako yes. sa mga stories of war, conflict. Ang masasabi ko, parang ito pa lang, this very verse na sa womb pa lang nagsustruggle na yung twins. Parang that's already an ano, a prophecy in itself that Jacob who to, Jacob who will be the father of Israel of Israelites and Esau father of Edomites will be at war with each other they will always be in conflict with each other so dito natin makita little details already foreshadowed in future and ito pa pala wait sorry uh, medyo recent modern medyo mag-digress ata tayo. Yung line na sabi, the older will serve the younger. Ang lagi ko naaalala dito is when Pope St. John Paul II called the Jews our elder brothers. It gave a mixed reaction actually among the Jewish community. You know why? Kasi una, it's parang compliment. Ay, elder brothers pala kami. Hindi, we're brothers, hindi pala tayo magkalaban, unlike in history. But some Jewish commentators said that's an insult. Kasi parang ang tinutukoy ni JP2 serving the younger. Eh, sino ba yung older? Jewish. Sino ba yung younger? The Christians. So, ayun lang. Let's, let me just share that. Sorry kung medyo segue siya. Pero... No, no. It's, <laughs> it's actually related. I, that's something mm-hmm. to think about, Jay. No, no. Maganda yung sinabi ni Rods kasi naisip ko din yun, ano, yung prodigal son dun sa, ano, sa, sa, <laughs> sa kwento niya. And sa prodigal son, mukhang yung mga Jewish din yun, ano, yung, yung si older brother. Yes. And yung mga Christians sila, yung, ano, yung si younger brother. And medyo nagselos nga tong si older brother. So may, may konting similarities. So ito hindi ko sure kung ito yung tamang exegesis ng prodigal son but it's just one of those parang I've been contemplating about kung ano yung other senses of the story but it's just me. Pero dun, back to the story between Esau and Jacob. 
the two between the two talaga ano, may may hidwan eh nag-aaway sila sa si napupunan sibling pala. rivalry sibling rivalry and yung mama's boy sa kanila si Jacob it, it, si Jacob yung mahal ni Rebecca while si Iso naman siya yung favorite ni Isaac so may ano may God. may konting ano favoritism between the parents so yun yan no yun yung nice kong idagdag dito sa kwento na to Hey guys, I know na beat na naman kayo sa ating episode ngayon. Don't worry, we would be right back here in Unboxing Catholicism. And if it is your first time listening to our podcast, I invite you to download the free ebook that has the 10 tips on how to defend the faith clearly without being preachy. Get it from www.unboxingcatholicism.com forward slash starter guide. Until then, anyong!